This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. I hope you all are having an amazing week. We're moving right along here with uh, guest interviews. Today, is we're going to be joined by Jimmy Docks of ESPN to break down John Calipari's offseason, an offseason that Cal told Jimmy there late in the season that he felt was the most crucial of his coaching career, and honestly, it was coming off a 9-16 and campaign. It's second straight year without the NCAA tournament. Obviously, 2020 was due to COVID. Kentucky was going to be a high seed in that tournament, but Cal coming off a bad season at Kentucky. He's just completely revamped this roster. Seven new faces. Jimmy predicted seven to eight new faces during that uh, game that he called against Ole Miss. He called that game late February, early March. Can't remember, but it was one of the final two, three games of the regular season. Uh, that Jimmy had there of Kentucky, and he went on a four- to five-minute rant about the Kentucky basketball program. And and that that was information that was coming from Cal. That was a conversation that Jimmy had had with John Calipari. Jimmy knew exactly what Cal was looking for when it came to the roster. He didn't share a ton of information, but did say seven to eight new guys. He said that he would do a thorough look into the program, whether that be philosophy, roster, staff changes. We've had all that. Uh, you, you've got philosophy right now when it comes to the way John Calipari has constructed this roster, where he's went to more of a shooting attack, a four-out, one-in look, the way the pieces are coming together. Uh, obviously, seven new faces as it stands with uh, Damian Collins, Tata Washington, Bryce Hopkins being the high school route additions. And then you have the transfer portal, Oscar Shibway, Kellen Grady, Xavier Wheeler, C.J. Frederick. Seven new faces to go with some guys coming back. It remains to be seen. Uh, what happens with Keon Brooks? Davion Mintz has still got a pending decision to make when it comes to college or professional route. But we're going to have Jimmy on to talk all about that. Uh, Chen Coleman, Orlando Antigua, staff changes. John Calipari has touched kind of everything this offseason when it comes to the program. He, he looked at the overall look of the program, how they play, the coaching staff, the roster, a lot going on in Lexington. Things are finally settling down now, though. We can we can start talking a roster we're going to talk about the latest addition, Xavier Wheeler, Georgia transfer, how he fits with these pieces Kentucky has. We're going to touch on Dante Allen's game. How does Jimmy see Dante fitting alongside? Is Dante going to push for a starting spot? Is he going to you know, give up a spot to C.J. Frederick or a Kellen Grady? Uh, we'll get into Keon Brooks, too. I want to get Jimmy's thoughts on a possible junior season to Keon Brooks, Oscar Sheboy, how he fits, what John Calipari wants to do in a big man. Just a 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Overall conversation and look into the program from a guy who sees a lot of Kentucky basketball uh, on the year on the yearly basis and everything. A guy who was high on Kentucky going into last year, just like all of us, and we got burned. So will Jimmy preach patience to BBN? Will he preach optimism, caution? Uh, we will see exactly what Jimmy has in store on this episode. But as always, it's powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub, three locations, one in Palmville, one in Williamsburg, and then one in London, the newest location in London, Kentucky. I know they're still looking for employees there. So if you're interested, you can visit thebutcherspub.com or you can check them out on Facebook. But let's go ahead and jump into that interview with Jimmy Docks of ESPN. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Now joining us on Kentucky Daily is Jimmy Docks of ESPN. Jimmy, how are you? I'm great, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Hope you're doing well. Uh, doing great, Jimmy. Uh, I know you you called the Kentucky Ole Miss game there late in the season. Now that you look at what Kentucky's done, I think seven new faces on the roster, what do you think about the offseason that he's put together so far? I think it's pretty much gone how I, I, I thought it would. I, if my memory serves me correct, I think I thought – at that point, there would be seven or eight yeah. new faces on the roster, and I think you guys are at seven right now. Um, could they add one more? Possibly, but uh, you knew it was coming. I mean, Kentucky basketball won nine games last year, and they, and they didn't look good doing it, and it didn't look like they had a plan going forward that was, uh, that, that was something that was going to reach Kentucky standards. So you knew changes were coming, and Cal has been outstanding in the last two months uh, with the changes I think he's made with his staff, uh, how he's attacked that transfer portal, uh, the kids that he brought in, the, the, the type of players that he has brought in, the shooting uh, is huge for Kentucky. And, you know, for the first time in a long, long time, I, I can't remember the last time, Kentucky doesn't have to rely on one freshman next year, not one. Will they have some guys that are going to contribute? I think they will out of that, out of that freshman class, but, as of today, right now, going in, you can say, hey, we can roll with guys that have played college ball a year or two or three, and that's a unique situation for Kentucky. And the most recent addition is Xavier Wheeler, transfer point guard from Georgia. I know that's a guy that you've got to watch a lot of over the last couple of years. Uh, Jimmy, he he's, doesn't have the typical size of a John Calipari point guard, but he's, he's quick. He, he sets the table offensively, a guy who led the SEC in assists, you, you don't do that in a Power 5 league unless you, you're pretty good at this game. How do you see him fitting in with the other pieces that, that Cal has put together on this roster? Well, right now he's the most important guy that Calipari's brought in. He, he could not go through another year without a point guard. 
without a proven point guard that you know what he can do at, at that level. So Sawville Wheeler, he fills that void that Kentucky had last year. Uh, I think he's a tough kid. I think he's competitive. You know, he led his team to win over Kentucky last year. Georgia wasn't very good. They managed to beat Kentucky. And I think the kid knows how to win. I was very impressed. And I just saw some bits and pieces of his interview when the day he committed. Uh, very well spoken. You can tell that he's a leader. He knows the game. He knows how to engage with people. Uh, all those things that you want from a point guard off the floor, it looks like this kid has. And, and Tom Crean's told me the same thing about him over the last couple of years. So he's a huge, huge piece. I know he's had too many turnovers uh, over the past couple of seasons. I think that number will come down. He's going to be around better players. And a system that probably really fits him. But I, I'm a, I, I think that was a must, must get for Kentucky. And you salute Kentucky. And it's not easy to get those guys. No. Just because you're Kentucky, that doesn't, that, that doesn't quite hold up anymore in recruiting. Even in your own league. Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida, Auburn, all those guys can go get players now. And Kentucky went and got one that was really important. And that conversation that you had with John Calipari there late in the year, Jimmy, did did you get the sense of urgency that he's motivated, you know, more like this is obviously coming off a 9-16 and year, Jimmy. How, How motivated do you expect John Calipari to be to kind of rewrite the ship there in this new season coming up? Well, I don't even have to go back to that conversation to tell you that any coach at this level that's coming off of a 9-16 and season, they're going to be really, really motivated. <laughs> they better be at a whole at a, at a whole new level. And I, you know Cal, I mean, that guy, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and I mean, he's one of the best we have in the game today. And he wasn't going to let last year determine his future path in terms of we're going to keep going in this same direction, keep rolling the boat the same way. No, you got to make changes. And he's done that. I, I think Cal has uh, still a real fire and fight about him to win another, another national championship. He understands the pressure of Kentucky. Uh, he understands that back-to-back seasons of losing seasons and not at all what he signed up for. And he understands that as well as anybody. Uh, but this Kentucky roster going in next year looks to have uh, a lot of key pieces, a lot of, a lot of older guys. Uh, I would pump the brakes a little bit. Big Blue Nation has been burned before by the overhype and the expectations. These guys haven't played one game together. You don't know how all that's going to fit. You don't know that that you, just, you don't know yet. Uh, but all you can go by, Sean, right now is what has happened over the past two months. Kentucky, it appears, has upgraded in a lot of ways. They have, and and one way was Oscar Shibway, who was already on campus before uh, getting into the spring. Jimmy, how how much do you think he changes? He, he's more to me with that physicality big that John Calipari liked. What do you see in his game? Well, Cal has always said if your team doesn't have a true post presence, your team's a fraud, and I I, I agree with that to an extent. Although the game is changing some. But Sheboy is going to give them that that presence right around the rim. He's a, I mean he's a bull man. That guy, he's tough and uh, he's he's a load on the inside. Uh, the the I guess the pieces to the puzzle, like I talked about earlier, how's this all going to fit? What 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 if what if Isaiah Jackson comes back? I don't know. I saw the video like everybody else yesterday. I I don't know. I mean what if what if he's back? 
Can you play Sheboy and Jackson together? Can you play Sheboy and Keon Brooks together? Sheboy and Toppin together? I, or do you have to go smaller than that around Oscar? I, I don't know, but Calipari's going to figure it out. But, but I know he's a nice anchor on the inside. He's got to get in shape to play at the pace Kentucky wants to play. All those things will happen. But uh, the, the game has changed, and Kentucky adapted to it. It looks like not, not only the addition of Wheeler, but the, the shooting ability of Grady and Frederick are tremendous. Those cats can really shoot the ball. And if nothing else, if, if Kentucky's only a 500 club next year, at least go down making shots. <laughs> Don't win nine games and you can't make a shot. At least make shots and, and give Big Blue Nation some hope. They will next year. Those two kids can shoot the ball, as you know, along with Dante Allen. And that's who I was about to ask you about was Dante Allen. Uh, we obviously got to see last year against Mississippi State. He, he had two of the better games of the season. How do you see him fitting in? And, you know, John Calipari or Oscar Sheboy met with us. About a month ago, Jimmy, and he talked a lot about the four-out, one-in look that, that Cal and them were talking about this offseason, and certainly they're constructing the roster to fit alongside that. Well, I, I don't think Dante Allen is just going to give up a spot to Grady and Frederick. I, I don't think he's wired like that. That's a tough kid. I mean, he went through a lot, you know, so far in his career at Kentucky, from criticism outside the program to a lot of pressure on him. Uh, but he has fought through it, and I, I think that kid's going to really fight to be on that floor in the starting lineup. Um, and, I, and it's interesting if Kentucky does go with a four-out look because obviously he's big enough to uh, develop his game as a rebounder. He can get in there and, and, and get some get some dirty stuff done for you as well. So uh, I like the kid a lot, uh, And but you have to have shooters, man. Sean, anymore in college basketball. You, you have to. The game's way, way, way too hard. If you can't shoot as a team and if you can't shoot at your position, the game becomes really hard. And that's the one thing about Sylvia Wheeler. He's got to get in the gym and start making shots. Uh, if not, teams will shrink the floor on him, make it difficult for him to get into the paint. Uh, but you got Grady on one side and Dante Allen and Frederick on the other. It's going to be hard to shrink the floor. At least it should be. Yeah. Absolutely. And you mentioned, too, uh, during that call, the Ole Miss game, that it was going to be a thorough process for John Calipari to look at his program from philosophy to staff to roster. Well, not only are there changes to the roster, Jimmy, there's changes to the staff. Brought back a familiar face in Orlando Antigua, added Shen Coleman. Uh, how big are those additions to the staff? And to a guy that you're – and to me with Antigua, it's a guy that knows Cal at his best from those first few years at Kentucky, a guy who was right there – a big part of the success. How big were those off-season additions? Well, it seems to be really, really important. You know, it's a, it was an important hire, and I, you know, Cal knew that, and he didn't just go hire one of his one of his past friends or or, or guys that's going to just say yes to him. I think Cal knows he needs to put the right people around him with the right energy, with the right vision, with the right feel for what college ball looks like, recruiting on the floor, and all that. And it looks like that's what he's brought in. Um, so you keep referring to the Ole Miss game, and I got some criticism from Big Blue Nation after that game that, that I went on a little bit too long, three or four minutes. It took that long to talk about all the problems Kentucky had. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to talk about that night. And every once in a while you swing and you hit it. And, and uh, most of those things we talked on that broadcast, they've come true the last couple of months. But it wasn't anything that was – you know, uh, earth-shattering news, just common sense told you 
there's a lot of things that have to change in this Kentucky program between now and next year. And Cal has pushed all the right buttons so far. It has seen, it, well, it, it, it Yeah. And, and like when you had that conversation, I mean, it was an uncomfortable conversation for Kentucky fans because it was kind of the revolution that it wasn't a good season, Jimmy. And we know that Kentucky fans don't like, uh, they don't deal with uh, mediocrity or anything <laughs> under that very well, but it's been a long off season. There's one more piece, though, that it's not official. We're still waiting on something from Keon Brooks. And, Jimmy, he could honestly not post anything, not say anything, and just be on this roster when the team arrives in June. But how big would junior Keon Brooks be for this roster, the way that it's being constructed with the shooters, with a dominant big like Shibway, a point guard like Xavier Wheeler? To me, it would allow Keon to go to that face-up four position where I think he would be best. Yes, I mean, you, you have a given the kid Toppin that can play that position as well. But but Keon is a key guy if he comes back because, you know, he's a warrior. We know when he's healthy. And I don't think we ever saw a healthy Keon all last year. When, when he's healthy, that dude's a player, man. He's got a lot of pop around the rim. He's got toughness. He's got experience. He's got a good voice. Um, it would It would allow a bigger four around one look with Brooks playing as one of those four, because I think he can. He's got enough of a face-up game, enough of a of a jump shot that I think is probably worked on that that, that, would, that would be a nice piece. So uh, it, every year, Sean, it seems like we're having a conversation about Kentucky's roster and all these pieces, all this talent, final four potential, it's there every year. It's going to be there again this year. Uh, but I would say it again. When you're coming off of a 9-16 and season, nothing is for certain. Yeah. Nothing's for certain. Every A lot of things were broke, and you have to fix a lot of things in a quick amount of time. This will be a much more normal year with all the extra time in the gym in the summer that Kentucky missed last year, as with everybody else. Uh, the good news for Kentucky is, uh, I, I, I say it again in, in closing, I think Cal has had a tremendous – I texted him two days ago. You've had a tremendous – off-season, congratulations, it's not easy to do. So has Nate Oates, so has Eric Musselman, so has Rick Barnes, so has Bruce Pearl, so has Mike White. Keep on going. That's that's the league that you're in now. The SEC is no joke, uh, and but Kentucky is going to be just fine. Jimmy, I really appreciate you taking some time to join me. Uh, have a great summer and look forward to college basketball season. Yeah, I always love talking Kentucky basketball. Thanks for having me on.